Yo, what up, what up? From Hypebeast Radio, I'm Manny, and this is Mike Line, a show that looks to discover the origin story of your favorite artist or major player in the music industry. We ask the questions that you have always wanted to get answered, and you never know who may pop by. Don't forget, we migrated into separate shows on Hypebeast Radio, so you have to individually subscribe to the shows you want to listen to. Search and subscribe to HBR Show, Business of Hype, and Mike Line, or wherever you get your podcasts on. Do it now so you don't miss any episodes. Okay, let's get into this week's episode. For this episode of Mike Line, we talked to E40 and OMBPZ about mentorship, Sick With It Records, and a ton more. Welcome to Mike Line. Well, this is another episode of Mike Line. I got two people who I've been a fan with for a couple of years, for no, for for a lot of years um, in total, and so I guess I will let them introduce themselves. This OMBPs. What's going on, y'all? I'm E40. Nice. And I guess um, the reason why I was excited about this is because I wanted to talk about which 40 I think you do a really great job, and PZ I think you're a great testament of is mentorship. I think that's something that um, is important, in a hundred percent in hip hop, because. Um, that's the way it connects everything together. It's like, you know, I'm very a big advocate on like everybody eats. And so mentorship is something that I think is important and should be happening more. And I think E40 and PZ, like both of y'all are like the perfect examples of why this should be happening more. Uh, I think um, as the, the younger artist and the person that was taken under the wing, PZ, what have you learned over the years and how has E40 helped you? Oh, you just got to keep working. That's the main thing I didn't learn. You feel me? Because he asked my ODL, and he still just flew to New York. You feel me? To come, you feel me? You just got to keep working. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I guess, um, tell me your first reaction when meeting 40. I was blown for real <laughs> on everything. Like, they just asked me that earlier. I feel like it was a dream for real. Mm. I'm good. He was, he was smooth, though. You know, he just was him. He was natural like an afro. You yeah, know what I mean? Man. When I first met him, I, it, was, it was genuine. And he's seen the genuineness in my heart, too. You know what exactly, I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. That's how it all worked out, man. You know, shout out to Ken, because he, my boy Ken Swanson, you know what I'm talking about, and Nefta Farrell, they, they introduced me to Peasy, because mm-hmm. they, they was rocking with him. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. was like, man, he's so dope, bro. He dope, man. You know what I'm saying? From Mobile, Alabama, man. Mm-hmm. I said, man, bring that nigga up here, bro. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And so I guess for, for someone from the South and you from uh, from the Bay, was there any apprehension? Just like, I don't know. I don't want to say what I get it because you you understand real music whenever you listen to it. Was there apprehension? Can I make sure I can like get this guy to where he needs to be? Uh, man, I just felt out the gate he was already seasoned as far as uh, microphone, like wordplay, uh, subject matters, um, you know what I mean, content. And uh, out the gate, I knew he was seasoned. But, uh, you know, game recognized game at the end of the day. And he got an old soul. He got, this dude got an old soul. He'd been here before. I don't know. What was you, a gorilla when you was here first? Or a parrot? Or was it? I, Probably a little I, I, I was something. a bald eagle. You feel me? I've been here before. I, I was a bald eagle. Yeah. <laughs> Was there any, um, well, sometimes when people, when you're a yoga artist and you see it, there, there's maybe apprehension because we just seen stories or you probably even know persons, you probably even saw in your own eyes people who got, I guess, old artists came through, they probably whiffed them for a bit and then dip or just like, you know, was there apprehension on your part or just like, I'm not sure how this be? Was there, or was this just like a natural, it wow, was just, it was like a natural, like, 
like vibe just like how you said it just click it just click like as soon as i met him like you feel me you know you can feel bad vibes you can feel negative energies in the air you feel me mm. i believe in that type of shit. Yeah. so you can feel that shit. like i go with my gut you feel me so she just been right you know what i'm saying how do you so i guess i want to definitely want to get your story out for people i know the story but for people who listening who i'm just introducing to you um how do you go from mobile alabama uh <laughs> to sick with it like how does that tell me about your path like so once boom, you start right like literally the pal yeah, or like the you know what i'm saying yo, tell, tell me get skid in the detail make a long story short <laughs> no make a long story longer <laughs> seriously yeah so boom, we <laughs> i was about 12 years old my mama had got out of jail or whatever but she had called me my brother from jail like y'all want to go to california like yeah, yeah i'm gonna go to california i was 12 though you know what i'm saying so i'm like shit, yeah, yeah i want to go to california man. you know what i'm saying so boom she get out of jail we go to my auntie house you feel me she come pick us up Go to my auntie house, you feel me? When I get to my auntie house, I see a U-Haul van, but I'm thinking they just moving shit, you feel me? Boom, but we out getting the U-Haul van, driving like two days to California, you feel me? <laughs> I'm good. Oh, wow. And then that's how I got to California. So I was rapping, you know what I'm saying? Rapping and shit, rapping at school type shit. Like, it wasn't serious, but just rapping. Everybody like, boy, you damn nigga, make it, feel me? Like, I always say that. So I just kept doing it. Then I shot a video to lay down with K Whip. Then I started fucking with Neff the Pharaoh and shit and Ken. And then that's when that shit did. You know what I'm saying? It had to be like a culture shock going from Alabama to the Bay. What was that yeah, like yeah. for you? How did you dress? It was like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it for real. It just, it was different. I for sure felt like an outsider, you feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm from Alabama. They always ask me to say shit, and you feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Saying I talk different, but they talk different, you feel me? <laughs> it was just crazy. And then I was young, so I ain't know how to, you feel me? Like, when did you think you started taking music seriously, or when did you think it clicked for you? It was like, oh, nah, I'm I'm fired at this. Like, I ain't gonna lie, I always wanted to see, boom. First, I wanted to be, uh, I wanted to go to the NFL, you feel me? Like, that one was when I was like seven, six, you know, you know what I'm saying? Playing a little pop one and football and shit, you feel me? But when that shit started drying up, like my mama and them want to pay for the little shit, well, they couldn't order, I don't know, boom. So I'm like, shit. And then I wrote my first rap when I was like eight, you feel me? So I'm like, shit. And then it was kind of cool out there. I think I wrote the best rap out of me, my brother, and my cousins and shit, you feel me? If you ask me, you feel me? So boom, I'm like, yeah, I didn't, I, I fuck with that rap shit. Then they used to always, since I was little, they tell me, but you sound like Boosie Woo too, you feel me? Like, especially when I got to California, you feel me? Mm -hmm. So I just, I always wanted to be a rapper. And if I ain't be a rapper, I was gonna write books or something. I like writing and shit, oh, nice. nice. storytelling. Nice. What's your favorite song you um you made so far? Some of your favorite song. My favorite song. Yeah. Is on uh Preacher to the Screen. My album I just dropped. Mm -hmm. and called, uh Try So Hard. Why's that? That's my favorite song ever I ever made. I don't know why. Yeah, that's my favorite song I ever made. Nice. And so Neff was uh was Neff at the time signed to stick with it or was he just was that was that was what year was that? When that you, was 2016. So 2016. Was so like yeah, yeah, he was signed to, he was to signed. stick with it. it yeah. And still is. And then um and uh he came about a uh, year later? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was 2017. And Neff and Ken the ones who introduced me and Peasy. I dropped later on in the end of 2016, you feel me? How did you, um, how did you link up with Neff? Like, how did you, how did your first night? Boom. Through Ken, my people, you feel me? See, I was fucking with this jank ass nigga, right? Who was trying to be my manager, right? You feel me? <laughs> I'm gonna keep it, honey. I don't go fuck out, slap yeah. right nigga, you feel me? Whatever you wanna do, shit, hey. We can take, but look, boom, it was jank ass nigga. I'm talking about like, 
Boom, see, I dropped laid down the end of 2016, so it was around yeah. Christmas time and shit. Yeah. The song's just not taking off, you feel me? This nigga buying my baby Christmas presents and shit, like all type of shit, like yeah. trying to get me to, you feel me? Like, I be seeing, that I'm saying, you can see the vibe, you can feel that shit, like, you feel yeah. me? Boom. But I, I forget how me and Ken started chopping it up, but he hit me on some goddamn shit. If you got some questions about this shit, shit, don't, you feel me? You can ask me type shit, boom. So I be asking them questions about what this nigga got going on, you feel me? Like, bro, what you feel like, you know what I'm saying? So I just ended up fucking with Ken, and then that just led to enough, because you know he managed enough too, you feel me? Um, Sick with it has like a, a really big history. What made you want to sign him and be like, what did you see in him? Uh, I'm peasy. Well, it's with Neff, I'm seeing in him first, and I've seen uh, a lot of game involved in Neff uh, and being from my same, we from the same street. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm just from, I'm from the hillside of Vallejo. He from South Vallejo and it ain't nothing but a long street. Magazine street, you feel me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> in real life. Yeah. So I seen uh, Neff on the, on the um, on World Star, it was on World Star or something and he had a song called Bitch, I'm from Vallejo, Vallejo. I'm like, who is this little young motherfucker? <laughs> so I did. I, I, I hollered at cousin feet because cousin feet be scratching the sur- surfaces of the trenches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He be all around. So he was like, "Oh, okay. I'm gonna go get. In, I'm gonna get in contact with him." And then from then on, it was it was it. We stayed in contact. I put him on my album. I got a song called the Seven O Seven. You feel me with Willie Joe? You feel me and, and Neff the Pharaoh? And it went crazy. And so then Neff came with that big time. And I say, man, I gotta come on, bro. Let's come, come on. You need to be sick with it. We need to. I need to put a bag behind this. Let's go. Mm-hmm. You feel me? With that being said, here comes this young man. Got a little Sacramento in him, a little bit, but mostly Mobile, Alabama, but gamed up, though, mm. all together. Like, everything gamed, made him gamed up with getting uh, Mobile, Mobile, Alabama, and, you know, Northern California in him. You can't, can't lose. Yeah. You know, with that country accent, you know what I'm saying? And over some of them, over some of them good old mob beats with the heavy bass lines. <laughs> you feel me? He wanted them ones. I feel like moving a lot. That's why I can tell a lot of stories too, because I done seen a lot of different. You feel me? Yeah. I guess as uh, the sensei and the student, the sensei just looks at the student and see the rawness and tries to fine tune it into the make sure the student is better as possible. Mm-hmm. So he sees the flaws and like, all right, you really good at you know haymakers, but you need to work on your jab, so yeah. to speak. Mm-hmm. What did you see? What did, was his strength initially when you saw him, and what did you help him like have him work on? His his wordplay and his flow is immaculate. Mm. Like he say a lot of words, smooth. You know what I'm saying? And his wordplay, he picked he picked the right wordplay. And I'm talking about uh, that's gamed up when he spit. Only thing I had only I didn't have a problem with it, yeah. but I because I know when you when you're young, you're a young rattlesnake. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I'm not calling him a snake or myself, but Young rattlesnakes, they actually, um, they can't control the venom. Mm. You feel me? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of venom they put in you. Yeah. So he was, he was, it's overkill, you know. A lot of the stuff he was saying, he's a lot of experiences and everything, you know what I'm saying? And that good stuff. But I was like, he gonna have to, he gonna work. He's saying a lot of gunplay, but that's all the youngsters. That's all. T- not. Nah, it wasn't gunplay, it was robbing. Mm-hmm. And I'm an old head, so you know that <laughs> that was never our hustle. So he already knew automatically I had something against that. Yeah. But I say, let me let him work it out because he's young and he's gonna let him, let me let him get it out of system. Mm-hmm. You know, and you, you know, we all talk about robbing. We, we talk about the soil. 
But he was that was his thing. He used to, that's what he used to poke the most. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. So I seen the maturity in so little time. This man is man, he ready, he ready for the world. He only 22. You feel me? Gassy. Mm-hmm. Throw that man some tums, man. That boy be gassing. <laughs> you feel me? Um, I want to be peasy, man. Uh, peasy, how did you uh, – I look at rap also as a sport, and you being like thinking you wanted to be in, uh, in football and uh, be a player, I was think like uh, as with rap, how do you – like how do you uh, – what's your gym? Like how do you get better in the gym or – Oh, shit. Like yeah. so boom. I, just, I rub about, you feel me, what I see day to day, you feel me? So I just try to stay out, stay moving, stay seeing shit, you feel me? I feel like the more I see, the more I got to talk about, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? What are some of the things you're working on, like I said, just in general? Oh, shit, like, I'm working on my voice behind the mic more. I'm trying to do new shit, like, you know what I'm saying, more singing and shit. That's why I like that try so hard shit, because yeah. I tried some singing and shit on that one, nice. and I actually liked it. And then I'm really talking about a lot of stuff that went on in my life, you feel me? So, nice. Yeah, like, I'm trying, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 40, um, I, like I said, I've really um, been enjoying this, how you moved, and every move has been amazing. But it seems like other other people aren't like that, or they're just more afraid of becoming, I guess, overlap, you know? Why do you think uh, mentorship doesn't happen as often? So basically, um, I, I think a lot of people be for themselves. Mm. You know what I mean? If something has been working for them for many years and they ain't never been one to, you know, spit the game as a mentor, you know, they're going to stay in their element until it all play out. You feel me? But if if you're born in it, you know what I'm saying, it's only cho- a chosen few that, that that's uh, there to be mentors. Mm-hmm. I've, been spitting, uh, I've been spitting mentor game and saving lives in the pen and, like, all that stuff that, that people come up to me all the time for decades. You know what I'm saying? And I've been talking on some mentor young and do this, this, that, and other. I've always been, even when I was young, I was spitting uncle and uh, grandfather game. Mm-hmm. You feel me? As a young mustache. Mm-hmm. Back many moons ago. <laughs> <laughs> What's the story between y'all that y'all was like, y'all think back of like, man, that's hilarious. Or like, man, that's fun. I can't believe that happened. Uh, it can be in the studio, travel, darts. It, it ain't been too many crazy things, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, it could be, be regular, something that just sticks out. But like, yeah, I remember when such and such. Um, they can't, look, so I, I, I cook, right? Mm-hmm. So him mm-hmm. and Ken came over. I'm talking about we get in the studio, we working and all that. Then I'm, I, I snuck off in the kitchen, put some chicken wings, some uh, some top ramen noodles. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, celery, onions, bell peppers, the whole ooh <laughs> right? They just smell something down the hall. They like, no, no, I say, I say, I'm finna do this. I, I say, what y'all want pasta or rice with? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, <laughs> they, they was like, I was like, noodles or rice? That's what I said, y'all want noodles or rice? Noodles or rice. Like noodles, yeah. noodles, right? So I had some top ramen in the, in the, in the, uh, in the cabinets, right? Yeah. I went in there, bust them, bust them open, put in the power pressure cooker with the chicken and everything and the, you know what I mean, the chicken stock and all that good stuff, celery, onions, bell peppers. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? He did oh, a thing. I, I, I released the steam, opened that thing, man. The boys came in there with them bowls. Mm-hmm. They got at it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, look, they got, they got at it tough, right? Came back for seconds, thirst, <laughs> one more time. I said, man, they fucking with me. I said, I'm going to remember this forever. <laughs> and I call it the Magazine Street Special. Yeah. Nice. He did his thing up and up. I'm trying to remember if it's ever if it's happened, but has there been a recent Sick with It compilation project? 
No, but we definitely. Oh yeah, we for sure gotta do that. that. Remember, definitely gonna do that. That's gonna be tremendous too. Nice, cause that would be like amazing. With we got a nice Beezy, roster. You, Neff, yeah, like just that, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's it. That'd be something that I think would be the whole the whole squad. That would be a pretty amazing. Yeah, are we gonna get on that ASAP, Ken? You got to make sure we make that happen, family. Um, entrepreneur E40 is a huge entrepreneur. Tell me some of that entrepreneur. You know, I got my own weed. Oh, really? I got Hello? my own weed strand. P's are perfect, man. You feel me? So, uh, yeah, how, how did that begin? Me and my nigga Ken, man. That's what I You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, It's in the weed stores. You feel me? It's like, it's in two of them in Kelly and then one of them in Oklahoma. Oklahoma City. Oh, know? wow. Yeah. See? Young nice. black entrepreneur, man. Entrepreneurship is super important. Ownership is super important. Yeah. I think uh, that's something that, like, as you got older or you just learn, read about, you just like, okay, it's time you should own. Mm-hmm. You, should, you should own something. Yeah. Speaking about owning, how's the, you have your own liquor, your own wine? Yeah, man. <laughs> so, um, I, I messed around and started uh, selling wine online. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the demand was so tough that I, I went from a um, a pallet to a to truckload. A mm. pallet uh, holds fifty six cases mm. of twelve packs with twelve bottles in a pack. So a truckload. And a truckload is twenty one pallets. Mm. Oh yeah, you feel what I'm talking about? Mm. I went from selling you know one pallet from selling wine online to a pallet to truckloads. Mm. So that's what I started with. Yeah. Okay. Then I ended up making um, a drink called uh, E40 Slurricane Hurricane. Mm-hmm. Premix, it's a premixed cocktail drink, ready to drink. You know, pour it over the ice and get nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? So it's already ready to play. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So basically, then I messed around and, uh, you know, once you're in it, you in it. Mm-hmm. Right. So then I had to connect on making my own tequila. Straight from Jalisco, Mexico. Mm-hmm. So I have Neo, Blanco, Repo. And I'm talking about all 100% agave. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about I'm the I am the vendor of record, the owner, no liaisons, mm-hmm. 100%. And I'm talking about entrepreneur in this nice. thing, man. Black owned, bro. That's fire. You hear what I'm talking about? Yeah. So that's I, I dipped off into that, and it, you know nothing against partnering up on things because you know I do that too. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about. It's very rare, like a steak, that a brother owns his own wine, mm. his own premise cocktail drinks, and his own tequila. Yeah. And all legitimate. You know what I'm talking about? And is very successful with it. Mm. And just to do it from the ground up, you know, self-taught, man. Yeah. I'm talking about keeping his ear to the soil. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, man. Uh, also... Peasy, uh, when you looked in the future, what see the future looks for you? What some of the goals you you want to accomplish? I need like, what you mean like future? Like what ten years from now? Yeah, years? like whatever. Like uh, when I, I ain't gonna lie, I be thinking like far in the future type shit. Yeah, like I'll be feeling just like I ain't gonna lie, I be feeling old, bro. When I look in the future, <laughs> I be old, talking so about gray hair. You know what I'm saying? Get yourself a gray hair. Can't walk, move me. Like think you got the invisible gray hairs, man. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The like 10 song. years from now though i feel like she actually like what oh yeah doing bad finna go go yeah so i should have like she like at least four five plates you feel me i want you know what i'm saying i should be sitting on something more pretty that, bro you know what i'm saying but i don't once do you get time. one you you're gonna get it's gonna nah, keep on coming man. i just want to be i want to be right for real sit did e40 tell you the secret to longevity 
What's the secret? Long, to long jump. I don't know. Let me see I if your secret. I don't know. Just All right, we're going to keep that a secret. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're going to put that on the airway. Spread the love. Let them all Hey, know. man, we're going to tell y'all for the energy. You feel me? <laughs> Be yourself. Stay working. Be yourself. That's right. Stay working. Yeah, don't ride you the know. wave because it could crazy. Yeah, yeah, man. Be able to move around, man. Be able to, you know what I'm saying, stay gamed up, stay prayed up. You know what I'm saying? Stay humble. I mean, be a people's person. I know a lot of dope rappers. Lots of them. They dope. They ain't been holding them back. They're not a people person. They're not, you know what I mean? They not Be a people's I person. I was not a people Stay prayed up. You know what I mean? I promise you, I was not a people person. <laughs> what changed? I'm still down and not even really a people person for real, but it's like, I'm so goofy. It's like, no, it's, I don't know. Like, I don't know. People but once you get around people, you become a people's person. Yeah, yeah it's like. You feel they vibes. Yeah. Vibes always the vibes is where it's at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I lock up on the motherfucker quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, Train to go. No, nah, I'm good. You want some of this? No. You want some of this? No. How you doing? Bad. You know, I do have to ask, coming from Alabama, E40 is known for the slang. Like, creator of almost. Half the things that we say in hip hop, it's probably came from E40. For sure, <laughs> like, For sure like, like broccoli, too many things. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, how when you first met him, did you did you get all the slang? All the all the I'm still picking shit up. <laughs> Very, you know, Very gotta dang. be sharp as a porcupine spine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So I just got to stay sharp and get my mental right. I graduated from Game you know Up University. Nice. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I'm going to school right now. You feel me? So I guess the last thing we always ask is like, um, and I'll ask both of y'all separately, so from two parts. As a new artist, what would you give advice to uh, artists just starting out? And oh. be like, what would you tell them? Don't be scared to step outside your box. Cause I was scared to step outside my box for a long time. You feel me? Like I only get on certain type of beats. Out, you feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? So don't be scared to step outside your box, but still be yourself. You feel me? Find a way to do that. Get outside your box and still be yourself. Nice. And then 40, a veteran rapper was like, man, I'm thinking about trying to invest in people, but I'm apprehensive. I'm thinking about this new younger artist, but I'm not sure if I can bring them to where they need to be. What would you tell the artist? Uh, it's a catch 23, not a catch 22. Uh, at this moment, my hands are full. If they are full, if I'm looking for talent, I say, hey, man, you know, uh, shoot me some of your social media information. If they tell me that they're not on social media, I'm going to um, walk away from them and tell them they need some help <laughs> in another direction. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. uh, you're not tuned in, man. You ain't ready to play. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You got to, it's like signing the application. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta have that resume right. You feel me? Exactly. Like you ain't gotta have twenty, thirty thousand. Cause I had twelve hundred followers when I made forty. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Me and Ken talk about that all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. Now he, he had four hundred thousand. You feel me? Mm-hmm. All organic, like the planet. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm talking about? Facts. Nice, nice. Well, man, thank you for coming through. I, I really appreciate this. Appreciate thank you, you too, brother. No problem. Thank you. That's today's episode of Mike Line, and thanks for tuning in. You can listen to more episodes of Mike Line and keep up with everything Hypebeast Radio at hypebeast.com slash radio. Subscribe to Mike Line on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Overcast, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts on. Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at ECM underscore LP and follow Hypebeast Music for more original content and music news. Let us know who you like to have on the 